And welcome back to the Cheeky Crypto Podcast of your host, Joe. Many thanks for listening in, liking, and subscribing. As ever, if you're brand new of us on the channel for the first time, then why not go ahead and subscribe, tap the bell, select all notifications, and you'll never miss a podcast. And of course, if you enjoy this content, then go ahead and smash that like. We really appreciate it. If you haven't joined us in the Discord or Patreon, links in the description below. Got a fantastic community talking crypto 24-7. I guarantee you won't be disappointed. And as I always say, most importantly, it's 100% free to join. Now, absolutely. Oh, Absolutely. he's here. He's here. What? He's decided to Yo, join me. Yo, what's up? What's up? Hey, Joey, maybe you should be the new host, bro. That was that was incredible. But yeah, man, I'm back. I'm back. Continue did you like on. like that, Mike? I did. Hey, look, it was pretty good. I'm not going to lie. Go ahead. Finish, finish doing what you're doing. I didn't mean to cut you off. Well, welcome back to Cheeky Crypto Podcast with two hosts. You've got myself and Mike is here now. It's great to have you back, Mike. How are you doing? Hey, man, I'm doing well, doing well. You know, hey, I haven't been here. I had a death in the family, uh, just to be full full transparent. Uh, work has been kicking my butt, so I needed a break. Obviously, needed some time to time uh, away with the fam and all that stuff. But, hey, good to be back, man. I'm back. I'm re-energized, uh, excited to to shoot the shit today, man. It's going uh, to be a fun one. I know you've been going... Look, you've been doing a great job with the projects and covering the news and kind of holding down the fort for me and IK being gone. Poor IK sitting out in the sticks. He ain't got no freaking internet for <laughs> God knows how long. I have no idea. I think he said like two more weeks possibly. Oh, it's absolutely shocking. I mean, yeah, it's just uh, that's the that's that's the kind of stuff that's going on in the United Kingdom at the moment. You know, it doesn't matter doesn't matter what you can afford or anything. You can't can't get your internet fixed faster, right? What I mean, you guys got fourteen percent inflation coming soon, and then I can't even get freaking internet. Like, it's just yeah. the worst. And look, what's funny is when you talk to IK about the internet situation, he literally can't function. Oh, like yep. it's it's amazing how how like you need internet. It's sad how bad we need internet these days. Yeah, and it's not even internet. Yeah, like shocking phone signal. I was on a, I was on a call with him uh, this afternoon and even that cut out four times. I thought this guy can't catch a break. <laughs> yeah, I tried to have a phone call with him before this. I think he was going to, going to get his kids or whatever. And uh, he like, he's like, Mike, can you hear me? Can you hear me? I'm like, dude, I can't hear you at all. Like he sounds like he's in a tunnel the entire time. But, you know, poor guy, hopefully he gets fixed. Uh, but it, it seems like it's going to be a couple more weeks before IK's true internet's back. But I think he's trying to work out a way where he can be on with us tomorrow and uh, all that stuff. So looking forward to having the three amigos back again. Yeah, now, Mike, I know the viewers are obviously here for a bit of crypto chat, so I better catch you up on um, you know, essentially what's been going on in the market. I mean, how much have you been able to follow the last few days? Well, let's go ahead and just say zero. Okay, well... <laughs> Obviously, we, we we started off with the you know the crash a few days ago. Been you know keeping everyone um, updated on the channel. You know, I did say that you know can't predict the future, but did kind of predict this move back down. You know, a lot of things across the board were looking um, in, into heavy resistance. You know, um, you know before you went away, I was talking about that. I did say that you know the DX, um, the DXY was going to pump again. Uh, the Nasdaq, uh, the Dow Jones, the S and P all looked at major resistance. It it, play, it played out kind kind of beautifully. Now we are expecting um, a bounce back up eventually. You know, I mentioned in the the, the last uh, podcast that I do feel that a sort of another fake pump or scam pump or bull trap, whatever you want to call it, we think it's coming. We're following Nick's TA, and Nick has been Nick's been absolutely crushing the TA on these live streams. 
Yeah, I did. Uh, you know, once I got back into Discord and tried to catch up, God, there's 4,000 people in the Discord. It's hard to catch up on all yep. the news, right? So, you know, tried to catch up. I've been, I've been casually trying to watch some of, you know, Nick's BTC stuff and kind of see what's going on. It's crazy that I've been gone. I feel like I've been gone for just a week or two and we're literally pretty much in the same kind of area. I mean, we did have the crash, right? The crash happened, which was great to see because, you know, I love, I love watching Nick's live streams. Uh, cause the other day, you know, Nick's Nick's on the live stream, he's calling for a BTC drop or something like that. And some guy ended up like just calling Nick some name and Nick was like, you know what? I don't have to deal with you. Ban. Yeah. It's there's straight there's ban the guy right on the live stream. Yeah. I mean, look, there's, there's absolutely, um, no need for that in the space and, you know, really appreciate all like the fantastic comments that, you know, I've been receiving, you know, like, you know, thanks Joey regularly every day. Thanks keep us updated, really enjoying the content and, you know, all the feedback I've been getting, really appreciate it. Obviously, you're always going to get one idiot who's going to make a comment. It is what it is. We're out there socially. We're, we're out showing our face. You know, like I said, there's no need for it, but it is what it is. You, you just get rejected. You get binned out. And uh, like I said, all, all, all the good stuff and all the good chat and uh, good feedback. Or, you know, even if, you know, critical feedback is absolutely accepted. You know, if you've got you've got a good point, I'll always, always get back to you. That's always welcome. I'll always chat to anyone who uses a bit of intelligence, but yeah, any idiots can do one and that's enough said on that. <laughs> well said, Joey. Well said. Yeah. yeah the, my... com the comments have been good. You know, I've seen some of the comments and most of, most of our viewers, they love everything that, that, you, that you've been putting out and that we've been putting out. And, you know, so it's, it's been, uh, it's been great. Our viewers are awesome. Like they're always liking you know, subs are up. Joey, what are our subs at now? I haven't even looked. Uh, so I, I haven't actually looked myself. I think they were just uh, we were close to twelve hundred at one point, right? Yeah, we're over twelve hundred now. Over uh, one thousand two hundred twenty-five, I believe. Last time, wow, last time I looked, it's absolutely okay. fantastic. Still yeah, rocking no, and rolling. Yeah, thanks to everyone uh, new who's um, subscribed. Now let's let's have a look at let's have a look at the market currently at the minute, Mike. So we got we got Bitcoin. Um, yes, yeah, like I said, still just hovering in that area. The same, you know, from the same podcast I did earlier, it's 21,500. Look, ladies and gentlemen, it's coming. Um, this show is going to come out, um, uh, Wednesday, Wednesday morning, I believe. Yeah, it is. So, you know, I think we possibly might get um, a move tonight. So by the time you're hearing this show, the market um, may have moved, could be based on, you know, the, the stocks futures tonight. Who knows? They've been pretty, pretty flat today. Started going down, then came back up a bit, then started going down again. We've got an hour to the close as we're live recording now. Um, so there's not been a you know a huge bit of movement, but again, that's not bullish, right? You would have if to be bullish, you would have expected, you know, a bit of a bounce after after uh, Monday's pullback, and that hasn't happened. So again, I think that that resistance hit and that resistance is hitting hard. Um, Ethereum as well, not doing not doing a great deal. Um Again, just yet yeah, hovering in that um, similar area as I've just lost it on my bumming screen. <laughs> oh, it's come back. There we go. $1,656. But again, you know, both both down around about 10% um, on the week. Mike, how, how do you how do you feel it's going to play out after this? Do you, do you think, um, you know, as as Nick's been calling the TA, we've also had Capo on Twitter saying there's going to be there's going to be a scam pump coming up. Do, do, do you kind of feel that's that is? Do you think we've had the local top now? Do you not see Bitcoin going over 25K? Yes or no? I don't think Bitcoin goes. over. I mean, look, if Bitcoin goes over 25K, it's just going to mean for a deeper correction. Right. So, yeah, I, th I think that uh, I think there's a little bit like you just said, I think there's a little bit more room to the downside. Um, you know, obviously to reset some of the stocks and uh, finish off the first five wave move. And then there's going to be a big old ABC up and that ABC up is going to be the trap. 
right? I think that's yep. where a lot of people are going to get caught and hopefully our viewers uh, and you know the cheeky community, we know what's going on because we, you know, we're following following the Elliott wave uh, theory that Nick puts out and all the data. And um, I think a lot of people are going to get caught up, going to get trapped, and then it's going to drop again. But no, I don't think we're going to go back above 25K. Now, there is the one event that's supposed to happen before the end of the month that could potentially move the markets one way or the other, depending on how people take it, right? It's that Mount Gox, uh, you know, what is it? I think it's 137,000 Bitcoin is going to be returned. Uh, now, from what I had seen, the average buy price that these guys are getting, guys and gals, whoever, institutions, $483 is, is, yeah. is their buy price for Bitcoin, right? Now, it's supposed to happen before the end of August, which we got, I think, seven or eight days left in the month. Yeah, we haven't um, got an exact date, but yeah, end of August, yeah. I don't think they can give an exact date because it's so much Bitcoin, right? It's a lot. Now, another thing I was reading about the Mt. Gox thing is there's potential that there's institutions that bought up some of the people's, um, I don't want to say rights to their Bitcoin, but essentially bought the Bitcoin from people. I don't know where I heard it. I was listening to something this morning that was talking about the Mt. Gox thing, but uh, there's potential institution players that, shoot, some of them might have bought 10,000 Bitcoin. So what are they going to do? when they get their Bitcoin, right? Like that's going to be, who knows what's going to happen. It could be a, a pretty big macro event that people weren't expecting. Yeah. I mean, I, I gave, I gave my opinion on this a few days ago that, um, I'm, I'm the majority of consensus that I'm hearing from a lot of people are saying, Oh, don't think they're going to sell. I wouldn't sell, but I'm sat here thinking I'd sell. I'd sell Mike. I don't know if I'd sell. I, uh, I, I really, yeah, go on. I, I don't, I'm, I'm with you. Like, like if, but but then again, why do I need to sell? I, I my my price that I got in is four hundred eighty three bucks. Well, yeah, I know, I did, I did I know mention Bitcoin that. can get close to seventy k. I meant I mentioned that uh, the psychology of our selling was if I was a wealthy individual who didn't need to sell, like as in I didn't need money, then yeah, okay, maybe maybe different. But if I was an individual who you know what wasn't a rich individual who bought that Bitcoin a long time ago, and I've been waiting for my waiting all this time for my lottery ticket to come home. You know, let, let's 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 say you know somebody bought. I know. Let's just say hypothetically, ten ten Bitcoin, put, put, put four five thousand dollars in, and that ten that ten Bitcoin, they've been waiting years for their two hundred plus thousand dollars. Yeah, I, I'd actually sell. And also, you know, if you're in line with the market, they, a lot of people they may be thinking they'll sell, and and they, you know they might be they might be degen traders. They might be degen traders or thinking Bitcoin's going to ten k and they're gonna get a chance to double their bag, right? They might get greedy. I uh, I think it's going to be an interesting event. Obviously, we don't know who owns all these, you know, 130, uh, dude, 137,000 Bitcoin. It's like, it, what, it's $3 billion worth of Bitcoin. Yeah, I mean, the numbers can be a bit, it, you can look at them in different ways. It is a lot of Bitcoin. Of course, it's a lot of Bitcoin. But at the same time, in terms of like how much is traded on a daily, on a daily volume, it's not actually like that. It, I think it's like less than 10%, but it's the fact that it's all just coming from one source. And if that's released on one day, so I, I, I think, I think there's a, there's a, look, it's really hard to guess this, but I, I it's think $3 billion I, worth of Bitcoin. Yeah. It's about I, to just given back to people that have been missing it. Right. So uh, I think it could trigger a sell-off, but not a massive sell-off. Like I, I think it could be a, a, a fair red candle here or there, but I, I, I don't think it. I don't think it's something that would like 
absolutely tank the market. That's just no, I don't think it's going to be like when FTX was trying to liquidate Celsius. No. No, I don't think it's going to be. I don't think it's going to be a drop like that at all. Uh, but I do think it could add to the volatility that we've been expecting. Look, we've been waiting, right? And when the drop happened, and I saw that the drop happened, I was like, see, we told you. So whether or not people got caught up or not, that's up to you guys. We've been trying to tell you guys. So hopefully nobody got caught out. Hopefully nobody was in positions that, you know, they got liquidated and got wrecked or any of that stuff. But I do think there's going to be a bounce back up. Look, the Fed is out in Utah this week. Uh, and typically when they're out there, I think they're, they're chatting a lot, right? There's a lot of news out there too. So um, from my understanding of what I was watching on the news earlier today was that the Fed is acting way more hawkish, which is bearish, than uh, they were. Um, and I'm not sure why all of a sudden, you know, the, the stock market plays the role of um, they're very optimistic. The stock market, I feel like, is extremely optimistic, right? But it's tied in, that's tied in politically, right? And, you know, for, for political reasons, it has to be that, right? True. Yeah, and, but, but, but to be fair, I don't feel like the crypto market is really aligning right now with what the stocks are doing, right? Like, yesterday, the Dow Jones lost 650 points. Bitcoin didn't really dump yesterday at all. Like, I, I didn't really see any major movements that happened that it's almost like it would normally happen. It's almost like it went a bit earlier because obviously Bitcoin's got the weekend and obviously it, it went over the weekend right Friday, Saturday. So maybe, maybe you know, it was looking at the sort of stocks futures and Bitcoin decided to make that move early. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like there's, there's our crypto is basically controlled by the institutions right now. We're, we're at the beck and call of whatever they feel like the hell they want to do. And it could be tomorrow they feel like dumping it and, you know, whatever. Now, I did see an article that came out that said China, you know, we've been talking about the China dump and the housing market and all that, is that China is somewhat going to bail out the developers. Now, I think they're going to be putting in $30 billion to the, to the developers, et cetera. $30 billion is just a scratch, though, on the amount that we're talking about. Because even just Evergrande was at $300 billion in default i believe there were 300 billion dollars yeah 300 billion dollar yeah. default so what's 30 billion that's that's just evergrand that's not that's the crazy. other developers right so i still think there is a macro event that's coming that is going to drive bitcoin down now if bitcoin loses that fourteen thousand six hundred dollar level boy oh boy are we gonna go downtown so yeah i totally agree with you so I don't know your thoughts. Are you still aligned to possibly seeing a ten thousand dollar Bitcoin? Oh, I'm definitely, I'm definitely aligned, Mike. And uh, you know, I'm giving it quite, quite a fair. I'm not going to say I don't know what the word. I'm going to use the word high, but then well, I kind of feel maybe I should. I mean, it, it, it. I think it's a, it's a real. I'm kind of like sixty forty, maybe maybe fifty five forty five. It's going there. I think there's a a, a decent a decent probability, uh, just because you know the way I the way I look at the macro. You know, as the last couple of months have been going, you know, ever since we started this podcast, I've been talking about you know, I believe there's a possibility of a multi year bear market. And as the as the weeks go by, and what I'm seeing um from, on the macro picture, I think the chance of that is is increasing by the day. Yeah, I agree with you. Sorry, I had to take my headset off. Um, I agree with you. I think I, I definitely don't want to see a multi-year bear market. Like I do, I definitely don't want to see a two or three year bear market. On the flip of that, 
I kind of do want to see a multi-year bear market because I can just continue to accumulate and accumulate and accumulate, right? And then we just keep building our positions in a lot of these projects that we've been bringing up to people. And by the time it's ready to go again, our bags are so packed that we're just going to be counting the dollars as they just roll in from the people that did not want to get involved with crypto like we are. Hey, yeah. right? They're just waiting. So I think that's what's amazing about this space is, hey, look, if a bear market comes, we got to kind of celebrate it in a way. You know, granted, our portfolios might be wrecked to the T. Like, my, mine's wrecked ridiculously. Joey, I think you were wrecked just like I was at one point, right? Like, we've all been smashed. Um, but I think having a multi-year bear market, I don't think I would bat an eye to. I think I might be kind of excited about it in a way. Yeah, and you know we we say on we say on this channel as well. You know, I see it on other channels, and they say, oh, you know, it's a bear market. Go away, folks. Oh, there's not that much interest. You can't. We we are not aligned to that, cheeky crypto, ladies and gentlemen. There there is opportunities to make money in this bear market. You know, I'm I'm not saying that everyone, for instance, has to short the market. You know, we 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 have been doing that in our in our trader team. And if you're interested in trading, check out a link in the description. Uh, if you're interested in trading with us, but you don't even have to be short in the market. There's still plenty of there's still plenty of pumps. There's plenty of dips that you can you know not financial advice, but everyone does everything at their own risk. But you know we've seen on these constant rallies, these constant pumps that you could have got money in when everyone was you know shit scared and then made some money on the way back up. And then those those rallies that people are getting trapped into the top, that's your exit liquidity. That's your signal to sell get the hell out and you, you, you've made some extra cash and, and you've accumulated in the bear market. So the opportunities, the opportunities are still there. The bear market should not like, there's no need to get fearful. Like the dumb money gets fearful. This is where you got to try and think of the smart money to make money. Right. That, that, that's, that's just my mentality. Yeah. Look, you could make money trading ranges. Absolutely. Like, I mean, even if you just say, for instance, we're about to drop down, hypothetically say V chain, right? Let's just use V chain. For instance, say V chain's about to go down to two and a half cent, right? Well, we know that if you follow the stochastic RSIs and you follow an Elliott wave theory and you understand it just a little bit, you could trade that from two and a half cents. Say it goes up to 0.32 cent. Well, you just made a percentage on that. You sell it, you rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. All you're yeah. doing is just, you know, collecting cash. Now, granted, you got to pay attention to the market. You got to watch it daily. You got to kind of like be in tune. You can't just like buy it and leave it and think that it's going to go to the moon. Right. So there's definitely, I agree with you. I think there's opportunities to make money. Uh, I know leverage trading can be scary. I'm, Absolutely. I'm, I'm not one that wants to do it. I, 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 you know, I know you do, you enjoy it, but you're following it, right? Like you're, you're involved, you're, you're paying attention to it. Um, but there's definitely some money to be made, but there's definitely a lot of education that you need to have in order to uh, play with leverage. And yeah, I call that's right, it playing Mike. with leverage because it's like putting your money on black sometimes and being like, well, I hope so, right? Depending on the, obviously the, the um, leverage, amount of leverage that you're using, et cetera, which Joey knows way, way more about leverage trading than I do. But I know that people can get wrecked and I know people can make a shit ton of money. So- it's kind of like one of those things, you know, what's your risk tolerance and, you know, are you willing to, you know, bet, bet on the market? I mean, Joey and Joey and Nick are putting out great, great trades inside the trader chat. You know, you're not going to win them all though. You can't win them all because you guys don't control the market, right? You no. just, you're just providing what you see in the data. And, you know, for the most part, the trades are going really well. Sometimes you're going to lose them. And that's just something people need to learn to accept. You can't 
you can't be a hundred for hundred in trading. There's not one trader in the world that I have listened to or heard of that has won every single freaking trade. It's not possible. No, I mean, that's why I, I always say, you know, the, the most important thing is risk management and why I constantly, constantly bang on about risk management. And the reason is because, like I said, that gives you the best probability of winning. And what I mean by that is, is that if you're using, you know, stop losses and let's say you, let's say you lose 10 trades in a row and you, you lose one to 2% of them each time, but then the next trade you win, you could make, you know, one, two, three, four hundred percent. So that's going to completely eradicate those losses. So like you said, Mike, it's okay to just keep taking loads of those, you know, those, those small losses if you're using risk management it's a much more um it's a much more sensible strategy now and there's a lot of people like listening in you know who are who aren't traders and that's absolutely fine you know you guys just you know hodling away or dollar cost averaging on your way down and you know that's that's your strategy and you know if that works for you you're a long-term you're a long-term investor I think I think you're going to be um, okay in the long run as long as you're investing in you know the, the the smart projects you know that have got good teams, solid tech. You've done your research on, and also that you know, always crucially, we always say diversify your portfolio because if you go all in in one coin, anything can happen in this crypto wild wild west, and any coin can go to zero. You better believe it. So that's why you should definitely diversify your portfolio. But most importantly, the last thing I just want to say to the hodlers out there is is that you know, just please don't invest more than you can afford to lose. We 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 are expecting lower lows, can't guarantee them, but you've got to have that mindset of even if you're not, even if you're really bullish and you're listening in here and you're convinced the bottom's in, that's absolutely fine. And even if I was in your situation and I thought the bottom was in, I'd still have cash on the side. And the reason why I'd have cash on the side is just because even if I thought the bottom was, I, I can't 100% guarantee it. And you, you can't 100%. Nobody can 100% guarantee it. So just see where the market goes. If you don't need to throw all your, it just doesn't make sense to me to be throwing all your money in right now. What do you think about that, Mike? It just doesn't make sense to me. No, I don't think though. I mean, dude, I sold my entire portfolio based off of TA, right? Because I knew Nick knows what he's doing and he knows the data and he follows it every single day. So, you know, I, I, obviously looked at the same data that he's looking at just to kind of like, okay, how do I feel about this? And I sold my entire portfolio. Yeah. You, a, you analyzed it yourself and, and you made, yeah. and you made your own decisions. You and look, I took a big loss, right? Yeah. However, I knew that when we get to these bottoms, the cash that I had, because we were going into a bear market, the cash that I had, man, I'm going to be able to double or triple my position in some of these projects. But I knew my risk, right? I calculated my own personal risk. Like, hey, what happens if the market completely turns around and, you know, whatever, and I'm completely out of the market? Well, then I'm screwed. So you got to understand your own risk sometimes. Yeah. You, you just have to know, you know, hey, I'm, you're either, I'm the type of person that either needs to be, I need to commit to it and say, okay, I'm doing it and then do it or just put my phone away and it is what it is at that point. <laughs> like, um, but yeah, I made the decision to sell. So I have cash on the side. I, you know, I'm waiting. And even if I didn't, I still have, no, I'm working, right? If, as long as you have a job, you're working, you still have cash coming in, DCA, 50 bucks a week, DCA, hundred bucks a week, hundred dollars a month, whatever you got to do. If I'm not, please, by all means, do not just go sell your whole portfolio because I said I did mine, right? Like, please do not do that. <laughs> there, there was calculated things that, that were there. And I spoke with several TA guys before I actually did what I did. You know, because I think Joe, I shocked Joey and Imran the day that I said, hey, look, I sold everything. They were like, what do you mean? 
Yeah, well, it didn't shock it didn't shock me too much, Mike, because I mean, look how much I look how much I sold at the end, the end of March, uh, start of April. I, I got I got out the vast position of my my bag there. So, you know, you got you got to do what you got to do, and you know, read read the situation. And Mike, is 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 the market significantly lower from when you sold? Oh, by I think I sold, I sold a lot of my positions. I think when we were around that thirty five to forty two range. Yeah. So I got out of I exited now. Just because I exited there, though, I was buying a lot of this when we were at like 46K, 48K, and way before that, right? Like, I was buying into projects when Bitcoin was at like 60K. So, I, I got hammered. Like, my portfolio yeah. looks ugly. So, basically, what you're saying, Mike, is by selling out then, you were broke. But had you not sold then, and you still had it now, you'd be MC Hammer broke. I'd be, yeah, I'd be MC <laughs> Hammer broke, and I would have no cash on the side. I would I wouldn't be <laughs> so stupid, yo. <laughs> Joey thinks he's got jokes today. See, see what happens when Joey has a counterpart that he can kind of bounce back and forth. He gets witty again. He gets he gets he gets his brain rolling. Hey, Mike, should we get sell, you don't sound like a robot talking about uh talking about projects and stuff. Should we should we get back into the uh should we get back into the market? Because uh, you know, a couple of altcoins still still popping around today. Um one that's been I've been covering it every day, and I still think I still think it deserves a mention. Oh God, are you talking about chilies? It's so hot right now, though. It is so hot. That's all, that's all I've heard when I got back into the Discord is chilies, chilies, chilies. I'm like, Jesus, what about chilies? Yeah, I mean, the, tell me the, about chilies. I mean, it's it's been on it's been on absolute fire. I mean, Nick did amazing TA on it. It looked like you know the question was was it going to get that um was it going to get that fifth wave pump up? And, you know, that's been confirmed. It's it's on its way now. Reached 24 and a half cents or just under actually today. Still hovering around 24 cents at time recording. Do I think it's got a little bit more in the tank? It's possible. It's hit. It's hit a sort of, it's, a top, it's getting towards the top end now. It could have already reached it. Could it squeeze 25, 26 cent out? Definitely possible. I know a few guys are talking about it already in uh, the trader chat as we're on air now, <laughs> thinking about shorting it. You know, good good luck to them. Looks like the laddering into positions. I think that's a sensible strategy, not financial advice, but I think that's a sensible strategy if that's what you're going to do. But yeah, why? Why the reason why um, Chili's has been um, pumping um, so so much this week is there's there's been there's a lot of um, there's a lot of hype around uh, fan tokens, um, especially now. We've, obviously, we've got the, um, the Premier League um, over here. There's also um, other uh, football uh, um, or soccer to you in the United States. Uh, other uh, big teams around Europe in in Spain and Italy, etc., that are getting it in on these fan tokens. Now, I'm I'm really not sure about fan tokens. I can't. I'm not saying that like I necessarily think they're like um you know a ponzi or whatever but i'm i can't i'm I'm not i'm just not i'm just not kind of like sold fully on the use case yet so you know the way they're describing the use case on these fan tokens saying you know um that that they're cryptocurrencies um just like others and they're going to be used to like you know give fans voting rights at grounds and pay for merchandise and this and that but i'm kind of thinking like I just can't see it. I just don't kind of get that warm, fuzzy feeling that you're going to get like a good deal as a fan. Like, I mean, maybe, maybe if there's some kind of like 
you know, you buy these fan tokens and you get you get discounts off your season tickets or whatever. Maybe it's worth it, but you know, the way the word in it, like, oh, you can have like you know, be on the vote on what happens at the club. I mean, come on, let's be realistic. Having these fan tokens is not going to decide what star player you sign or something, something like that. It might, you know, decide like like I said, you might get a bit of money off your season ticket. I just kind of feel I'm not fudding the project here. I'm not fudding Socius. I'm not fudding uh, Chili's, but I-, I think Chili's will do well because maybe the maybe the hype will continue and people will buy into this. I could be completely wrong. And you know, leave us a comment below if you think I'm missing something on these fan tokens. You think these fan tokens are going to moon? But right now, maybe because it's a bit too early and I'm yet to see how it plays out. I I just don't kind of see them as a solid investment personally. Mike, what what do you think about these 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 fan tokens, sports teams tokens, and that? I don't know anything about it. I I think it's, I don't know. I don't want to use the word goofy, but it does kind of sound like a little bit of a Ponzi scheme when you kind of think about it. Governance, like you're not making decisions on who plays. Yeah. You're not making decisions on like schedules. You're not making decisions on how much merchandise, like, like, I, I mean, it's cool. Right. But I think that's literally all it is. I don't know how, like, I don't know how much say you're going to, particularly have because you have these coins but yeah hey look more power to chilies they're pumping like this is the first time i've looked at it and what it's up to almost 20 percent in the last 24 hours and it's the only one in the top 50 that has had that sort of pump so i mean people are loving it people are into it so i do think shit i might short chilies at this point and I, don't even, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't even mess with leverage but the- yeah, but it's, I kind of, I kind of, I can just kind of picture it. I'm not saying I've seen any of this, but I, I just kind of feel like these fan tokens are going to be like very shilly, very, you know, hyping people. They'll be hyping up like you can just picture it like, you know, boards at the football stadiums. Like I've got the, I've just got this feeling that like a lot of people's, you know, first ever dive into crypto is going to be one of these fan tokens. And they're not going to know anything about Bitcoin. They're not going to know anything about cryptocurrency, anything about blockchain. They're going to be like, oh, I just bought the Arsenal token. Yeah. <laughs> or, the, or the, you know what I mean? And it's just like, I'm in crypto now. And I just think, uh, I, I, maybe it's a bit this, it's just maybe because of my passion for crypto, it's a bit distasteful and a bit, a bit wrong for me. But, you know, I, I, I could be completely wrong on this one. Let's, let's, before I fully judge uh, fan tokens, who knows, maybe I'll do a video for you, ladies and gentlemen, on them in the future. Let's see how they play out in a few months. I hope we get T-shirts made that says ladies and gentlemen on it. That is like <laughs> your that is like your favorite phrase that you've used. I've always given you shit for it. I don't know if it's because you're you have that English accent and it says ladies and gentlemen, like it sounds so proper all the time. But I tell you, there's a coin that I'm still kind of. Uh, excited about and it's because I, I I listened to one of their interviews uh, that they just did with the Nelk boys and that's ApeCoin. So ApeCoin founders Joey, I, I think I sent you the video. I don't know if you've had a chance to look at the YouTube. It's about an hour long um, but this is the first, well the second time that they've been out publicly out in front of a camera um, and to hear their story about how the Board 8 Yacht Club got started and kind of how ApeCoin uh, got its Got its start. Listening to Joey, you got to listen to this YouTube, this the, the the podcast that they did. First of all, they do great podcasts. I know it's Nelk Boys, and everybody has hype about them. But look, they put together a great podcast. So, um, but to hear what the founders talk about in in regards to ApeCoin and the Board Eight Yacht Club, um, I'm I'm becoming more and more bullish about ApeCoin, um, and. For those that are listening, I, w- I want to make sure that you guys 
there so if I, I don't know the website off the top of my head, but there is a website that shows their vesting schedule. Um, now, I think in by the end of September, there's supposed to be um, uh, an, an additional supply added, right? And I think it's close to like, how many was it? I think it's close to 32 million uh, ApeCoin uh, was supposed to be added into the supply. Yeah. So. Uh, their vesting schedule, though, if you can find the website, I will try again to look for it. Maybe Chris can be able to put it in to the uh, description down below. But it's something you guys got to pay attention to, right? Because 32 million new ApeCoin come in, right? And this is something I didn't know until I started talking to Chris about it today. 32 million come in as new supply. Well, if the demand's not there, that ApeCoin price is going to drop, right? So oh, yeah, for sure. There's dips coming when amount of supply gets added in and there's no demand to buy it. So um, look, I'm, I'm becoming extremely bullish, Joey, on ApeCoin. And, I, uh, and the reason why is, look, the founders, they're gamers, right? They came from World of Warcraft. Like that's how they got their start, right? So when they're talking about making a metaverse, right? And, and you and I, look, we've played Warzone before, right? So I look at that like, okay, think of a metaverse, but... I, it's hard for me to describe how excited I am about the metaverse. The fact that the founders, their background is gaming. They're going to understand a metaverse for the people, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think I get you, Mike. Yeah. Like when you look at like Decentraland and Sandbox, it just looks so like, I, I don't know. It, it kind of gives me a Minecraft feel, right? Where I want to feel more like Call of Duty. I want to look or something that's a little bit more like, I don't know, help, help me try to just like it. it. You're, you're not necessarily a shooter, but you kind of feel like you're in that first person walking yeah, around, getting like, graphics, get involved. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, like I'm excited to sign on into the metaverse and kind of like jump into it. And I feel like the developers and the, the, the owners uh, or the guys that started this, the founders, I think they get it. And I think that's why the metaverse that's going to be on top of ApeCoin is just going to be a huge play. And it's not talked about as much. It's yeah, really I mean, not. I think we are like super early, but I, I do think for, for 2022, I've got to be honest, crypto gaming to me has actually been quite disappointing. Like, oh, yeah, like I, I actually thought we were going to have, you know, potentially seen like a, a bit more this summer coming into the autumn, but maybe we're still like one or two well, years away before crypto. Wrecked some games, right? Like they've just taken out probably some games and stuff like that. Like Kopi's still coming. I'm excited about Kopi. Um, what would okay? Let me just finish on ApeCoin and then we'll go into the gaming sector if you'd like. ApeCoin basically, the founders were like, "Look, we got a lot of cash. We ain't going anywhere, right? Like we're gonna keep building no matter where the bear market goes. It doesn't matter to us." I think they just raised their valuations like $4 billion. That was their last valuation that they just took funds in for. That's, that's huge. A $4 billion valuation on a company that started, uh, let's see, 18 months ago. That's pretty big. So I think ApeCoin's doing a good thing. I would love for us to be able to cover ApeCoin in depth uh, at some point. I know the audience, there isn't a big, huge fan base. It's like on YouTube, not quite as big as like say Cardano or something like that. But I think it's going to be a big project to get into. In fact, to the point where I might not get involved with Sandbox or Decentraland or Zillica. And I'm going to wait until that vesting schedule comes out. Watch ApeCoin dump, uh, watch ApeCoin dump 
on top of the fact that we're in the deep, deep, deep bear market, and I'm going to load up on ApeCoin. That's probably what I personally am going to do. Yeah, now talking about crypto gaming as well, I've got to give a shout out to Joe uh, from the Crypto Boys. Definitely anyone should go check out the Crypto Boys channel and give them a subscribe. You know, we're definitely fans of the Crypto Boys on this channel. He called out um, a project that I'd actually, I'd heard of, I've seen the name, I've kind of just looked over it and I've not really uh, looked into this one. And that is Clayton. Uh, now the ticker is um, K-L-A-Y, Clay, currently ranked 59th. And, you know, it's been, it's been doing um, pretty well. Again, one of those coins in the top 100 that's just, you know, there and kind of just like skipped over this one. I've not really uh, looked into it, but when his video on it was absolutely, you know, fantastic. And I thought, what? You know, when I say fantastic, it's one of those great videos where you you get a project highlighted to you and go, hey, I've, 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 I've skipped over that one and I've not looked at that one before. So I'm definitely going to take a look into it. But what is Clayton? Well, it's a public blockchain focused on the metaverse. GameFi and the creator economy been around since 2019, and uh, you know this this one is dominant um, in in South Korea and also has has a base in Singapore. But a lot of all the team um, are from South Korea. But you know I, I did have a look at the site, and and obviously from seeing from uh, Joe's Joe's video, Joe from the Crypto Boys, I, you know the, the games actually look really hot on Clayton. Um, so I, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to take a look at this one, Mike. Um, I don't know if you if Dave, you you've looked into Clayton at all or heard of it. No, I'm just now taking a peek at it. Looks like it's from all time high. It's down 94 percent right now. All time high is four dollars thirty eight cents now. Yeah, so the, that again, was a year ago, but a lot um, of early hype on this one. You know, there was a lot of early hype on you know other gaming projects like Illuvium. I mean, this is the thing that there's so many out there. Um, you know, I made a I made a decent amount of money on uh, Mines of Delania, which is which is a, another game which you know is absolutely tanked very fortunately i sold out at two dollars made some nice magical internet money and then you know tracking about 20 20 30 cents these days so look i think at the bottom of the bear market when we eventually get there i think with these some of these gaming projects we're gonna have to see which ones are funded which ones survive which ones keep developing obviously i've got a decent bag in gala gala obviously it's not just gala games it's gala music and um gala film as well but you know quite quite focused on the gaming so which I think gaming is still a tough call. It's still speculative in terms of blockchain. I do think it's going to have a place in the future. I do think it's going to be big in the future. We're just we're just super early, and that that that's all all there is to say. I, I think. think I think the gaming and metaverse sector requires retail to come back before yeah. it before it bounces back because obviously gaming and things like that. It's not really you know institutions might want to be involved in it just because they can make money on it. Where like retail, they might get involved with Gala or sandbox or decentraland because they actually you know enjoy playing it so then they also want to hold the hold the projects you know hold the the tokens you know gala like you just said i'm still very bullish on gala i think it's i think they're doing great things i think they're going to continue to build and and grow um there was a interview that on the paul baron network he did with the president of gala games and i i didn't get a chance to watch the whole thing it was last week when i when i saw the saw the actual article it might shoot the 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 interview might have been a year ago i don't know but it just popped up and i i just reminded me i wanted to go back and kind of listen to things that they might be continuing to build on and grow on and um yeah i'm still bullish on gala i think the gaming sector will return once you know the bull run starts whenever the hell the bull run starts again now look if the bear market goes into a two or three year bear market i think a lot of games don't survive i don't think it's possible for them to i don't think they ha i don't think they'll have the cash to be able to do it but you know the likes of Gala, Sandbox, Decentraland, some of the bigger ones that are well-funded, those potentially could. But 
Clayton, yeah, it looks interesting, man. I, I think uh, maybe we'll ask Chris to do a write-up on it uh, yeah. in the Discord for sure. Uh, shout out to the Crypto Boys. Hopefully, we're going to get them back on here soon. Um, I know they've been doing a lot with Voyager. Um, they did get their money back, I believe. They got their USD back. Uh, so, And I think uh, Chase's brother has been still coming on there and kind of talking legalities and stuff like that. So, Co Colin's brother, Chase. Colin's brother, Chase. Yes, yeah. sorry been a hot minute thank you joey appreciate that um yeah that's all i got for gaming yeah so when it comes to other altcoins as well we, we are we have mentioned that we're going to do some dives into some projects so you've got you've got that to look forward to we're going to take a look at uh, phantom we're going to take a look at elrond and we're also going to take a look at uh, shibarina remember that one as well mike and you know just finishing off on gaming actually you mentioned their uh, ship there um the ship eternity as well um that's that's another um uh, game that's been actually doing really well last few weeks. Uh, there's been a lot of actually positive reviews since that came out, and uh, you know it's continuing to get millions of downloads uh, each day. So, yeah, she she well, Shib, doing well. And look, Shiv Army is strong, right? I gave it a lot of hate a couple of weeks ago. I do think it's time maybe we do go in depth on Shib. I'll go ahead and say it out loud on the podcast. Okay, let's go ahead and do a deep dive into Shib. Let's give the people what they want. Look, it's doing good. You're right. Um, so I think we do, whether it be this week or maybe next week, we do a deep dive into Shiba Inu. Uh, I don't think I'm really interested in doing a deep dive into Dogecoin. I don't know about you, but I think SHIB just from that type of project, I think I'd rather talk about SHIB than, than anything. The only thing I could talk about with Doge is the fact that Elon Musk is bullish on it. <laughs> That's about all I got for it. And you could buy Tesla things with it. Um, but yeah, definitely down with that. Look, altcoins. Uh, Fendora still doing very well. Fendora today is up 4%. I do think Fendora is going to pull back. Uh, I do think that, uh, there are quite a bit of the harmony team that's moving over to Fendora, um, which is going to be pretty big for Fendora. I do think there's going to be a pullback. So, uh, pay attention to that. I think it could possibly go down to maybe half a cent, maybe, um, which would be 0 0.0050. Um, so. I might be DCAing that because I do think, look, that's a long-term play though. I don't think that's something that's just going to like skyrocket, but it could be our opportunity, right, Joe? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I need to look more into uh, Findora myself, but yeah, I know a lot of people are, you know, getting bullish on it. Uh, look, look, looks good from the offset. Yeah, I think, uh, I think if I'm wrong, Joey, did DeFi Kingdoms finally say goodbye to Harmony One? Like officially, um, like bye. I think they did. I read, I'm that not actually... I read that somewhere. Look, it's okay. We're doing this live. It's all right. I, I read it earlier. I didn't know if you had heard about it, but uh, I want to say I saw a tweet that maybe said that they were completely gone. So we'll do a little research on that just to make sure that, you know, I'm not spreading any FUD or any of that stuff. But I know that uh, DeFi Kingdoms was transitioning, I think, also to Polygon too, right? That, am I right on that? No, no, it was, uh, that, it was Clayton. That was it. They've moved over to Clayton. Who moved uh, over to Clayton? Uh, DeFi Kingdoms. Yeah, so DeFi Kingdoms oh, will, will launch uh, its its game. It calls Serendale on Metaverse. Their focus blockchain Clayton. So yeah, so moving over from moving over from Harmony to Clayton. And now that you've just said that, Mike, you've reminded me that yeah, uh, uh, Joe again from Crypto Boys did cover that. That makes sense. Yeah. Just oh sure. Yeah. Don't you love how all that just worked out? Like <laughs> the world just wanted us to talk about Clayton today. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right, hey man, look, I uh, I've enjoyed being back on here, Joey. It's been uh, it's been great. I'm glad we could just kind of shoot the shit, not really 
you know, yeah, it was kind of serious, but sometimes I like to have fun on these, right? Like, uh, I know a lot of times we talk about projects and we, we sound bearish and all that. So it was good to just kind of, maybe we do one of these a week where we just kind of shoot the shit, literally, like just kind of chit chat back and forth about topics. And um, so guys, if you liked this style, please leave a comment down below if you liked how we did this. Um, it's just kind of off the cuff and just kind of like rolling with it. Kind of like a podcast is supposed to be, right? It's not supposed to be technically like a, a video on certain projects, but um, I do like that we do the projects. I think that it's great that we have three different opinions on projects. Um, and I think it's great. I, I love how the podcast is going. And Joe, you've done a great job keeping us going up to this point. Well, Mike, uh, we're here for entertainment purposes. We're here for educational purposes. And we are here to absolutely not give financial advice. So there you go. So we've got it all covered. Give, I don't give any financial advice. I'm definitely an entertainer. Um, as far as the educational side of things, I just give my opinion on stuff. And sometimes <laughs> you like to come in with the hard facts, which is cool. But um, look, I'm, uh, I'm excited to de debate some stuff soon, too. I think that's going to be, I think it'll make for good podcasts. It's kind of debating some things. So hopefully. Yeah, we got, we, got we got loads to look forward to, ladies and gentlemen. Like I said, there's, there's, there's guests coming on soon. We're going to have the live streams. We will have that set up. Obviously, they, they've been a bit delayed with uh, IK situation. As soon as that gets sorted, I think you're going to love them. Yeah, and the live streams are just not actually as easy as you guys would think to set up, especially where there's three of us in three different cities. Uh, I'm in a different country, uh, so it's a little bit harder to get the live stream to get set up, but it is coming. Well, especially when you haven't been professional YouTubers for years and years. <laughs> you just We're just three regular guys in the community. Yeah, we're just three Discord members that just happen to be uh, wanting to do a podcast, and here we are. So uh, anyways, Joey. That's my final thoughts on the day. I'll let you wrap it up. And then uh, we'll be back tomorrow with another one. I've been wrapping up the last few days with trading. I keep talking about trading, just, just tr trades we've got active in uh, at the moment. And yeah, still still short on HBAR. And it is doing not much a great deal at the moment. But do I think it could go down overnight and potentially by this time this podcast uh, goes out? Very possible. Hopeful that happens. If it doesn't happen, stop losses in place. I always say no stop loss, no trade. Keep using risk management if you're out there trading. And my last thing to say is thank you to all the new subscribers. Really appreciate it. And yeah, keep keep smashing those likes. Again, helps the content re reach anyone. And yeah, thanks for your support. It means a lot. Catch you guys in the next one. Thanks so much for listening in, liking, and subscribing. And we'll see you manana. Peace.